Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Hey everyone, welcome back to Cocktails and Capital. Today we are going to talk about finance myths and how they are holding you back and specifically how they're targeted toward women. So jumping right in, I wanted to talk about why most women business owners don't like uh, the math or accounting or bookkeeping that is involved with running your business. And I think honestly that that's kind of wrong. I don't think that female business owners are scared of math or accounting or anything. I think it's just ingrained in our brains from early on that we're bad at math, that women are bad at math. And I think that that is so wrong. So there was uh, a couple of points made that it can be confusing uh, to know what you're looking for or that you just don't know what you're looking for on your financial statements. Where are all these numbers even coming from? What do these numbers mean to me? And how do we get to net profit? What is the retained earnings? And like, what does all that mean? And so if your head just started spinning, it's okay, just bear with me for like five more minutes. (laughs) The other issue really could be that you just don't know which financial issues your business is actually facing and how to tackle them. Uh, It could be overall cash flow. It could be your standings financially compared to others within your industry. It could be that you have too low of a profit margin. But again, if you're not comfortable with those terms or you're still looking for definition on what those terms really mean, then you're not going to know how you can tackle having too low of a profit margin. And it takes time um, to learn that. And bookkeeping and accounting take time. And time to learn, time to understand, and they really require formulated workflows and a really good standing on how you're going to do these things. If you're going to do them weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, if you're going to do certain sections on a, a scheduled basis, it requires that formulated workflow so that way you don't get behind. And then also, so you don't have clerical errors and you're not entering things one way and then reconciling them another way. And that can create so many issues like double revenue or double expenses or unbooked revenue and all kinds of things like that. So again, if your head started spinning five minutes ago, just continue to bear with me here. (laughs) So where do these myths and these stereotypes come from? So a lot of the backbone for girls are bad at math is just ingrained in us from such an early age. So... There's a study published by a professor at the University of Southern California that showed that teachers had an implicit bias that made them believe that girls had a lower mathematical ability than boys did, even if the boys provided the same incorrect answers. 
And this is just going to continue to flow through uh, from our young, all-absorbing brains all the way up into adulthood. And it's a very easy myth to carry on. And another one that can carry on down to your children. And the reason that we say that is because children listen to everything, right? So if they hear their mom talking about how bad they are at math or or even if they hear dad talking about how bad they were at science, um, it is one of those biases that comes through later on, like, well, my mom was bad at math, so I'm going to be bad at math. Or my mom didn't handle our finances, and so I have no clue how a woman handling finances even looks. And it's something that can be changed, but it requires starting right now. And it's something that I hear from a lot of women that math is not their thing or they were never good at it in school and so they don't want to do their accounting. But accounting is so little math. These softwares these days will do all of this math for you. And really the majority of the accounting side is understanding the concepts behind your financial statements and how those financial statements tie into each other and how everything that you do on your books affects those financial statements. And so correctly recording your transactions and understanding how that works is really the fundamental part of accounting that just as a business owner, if you know where your revenue is going to be on your financial statements, you can track it and you can look at it. And it doesn't have to go deeper than just monitoring it to assign your goals and watch your goals and watch yourself grow. These stereotypes, they will affect everybody, right? Even accountants. So when I sit at my desk and I'm doing my accounting and everything, I still have like my little calculator button on my keyboard and I will hit the calculator to do the simplest things like four plus eight or whatever I need to do, uh, percentages or anything. And it is more of an effect of being quick about what I'm doing and being really like double checking my math and everything. And my brain will still sit there and say, you are so bad at math. Why are you doing this on a calculator when you could do this in your head? Like you're literally an accountant. You should know how to do this. But that's not the case. And I am good at math. I am good at my job. I am really good at what I do. And I still use a calculator and I still have the stereotype that I think that I'm bad at math. And my entire job is seen as revolving around math. So we just get that out of the way bookkeeping and accounting, little, little bit of math, <laughs> mostly comprehension and understanding the, the systems and the theory behind accounting, which is why we take two courses of accounting theory in undergrad. So to get into the actual myths, though, the first one I want to talk about is just women are bad at math. Like I said, the bookkeeping math is not complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's understanding the theory of how your income statement or your profit and loss statement, if you want to call it that, ties into your balance sheet and how both of those statements affect each other in different ways and how the accounts on there interact or they don't interact with each other and how your year end will look on your tax return compared to your actual books because tax does not always match bookkeeping which is why we have a tax book reconciliation. And so 
it's more about keeping up with your transactions and being consistent with your bookkeeping versus being good or bad at math. If you are not attentive to your books, if you're letting your transactions just funnel through on QuickBooks bank feeds and you're just sitting there and waiting for the end of the month for them to be, you know, matched up, it's so easy to forget what you spent your money on and to miscategorize something. And when you understand how that categorization flows to your tax return, it becomes a little bit more important to stay on top of those transactions and on matching and things like that. And then if you have ever reconciled your bank account in your software and you see that you might have a bunch of double entry on your invoices or your revenue, that can happen a lot of times with a specific software. Uh, and it's because the workflow is not strict enough and it's not being followed well enough. And so it's really not so much on the math as it is on the theory and the understanding of what is going on with those books. So why are you always confused when you're doing your bookkeeping? It's because the concepts are, are, are difficult. <laughs> um, and that's something that we're going to go through in our next couple episodes. We'll go through some of the basic accounting concepts and we'll kind of help understand what is going on on those financial statements and how you can make the financial statements work for you to grow your business. Moving on to my favorite stereotype of all, um, men handle the family finances and women spend it. This is so like 1950s uh, stereotype. And I think this is really harmful to female business owners. If this is a stereotype that's followed you for a while, it can be really hard to break out of that and know that you have to be in control of your own finances for your business. It's really important to know that the finances are not as scary as you think they are. There are tons of people around to help with finances, so many resources out there to help with finances. And I just think that this myth is, is just so a bit much. It's a little dated. Um, and we, you know, we want to empower women and help women take control over their finances. And just educating women is the best way to do that. We've seen that with everything else. Educating women is the first step to empowerment. And I think the same thing applies for your accounting and your bookkeeping and running your business. There are so many women out here running successful businesses and it has nothing to do with men handling the finances and women spending the money. A lot of women are saving more money these days than ever. So I think that myth is, is just a bit much. Um, <laughs> so the last myth I want to talk about is a little bit uh, important to me that an accountant will solve all of my money problems. I'm not going to do that. I can't solve your money problems. I cannot solve your cash flow. I can advise you on your cash flow. I can't solve your revenue collection, but I can give you advice on how to improve your revenue collection or on different apps that could be used to uh, collect your revenue faster or to send reminders to clients or things like that. 
I, we're not a one-stop shop for all of your money problems and all of your money issues. Uh, so accountants have limitations on things we can do. So accountants are not wizards. We can't solve all your money problems just like that. What we can do is we can educate you. We can have monthly meetings, weekly meetings until you're comfortable enough understanding your financial statements that you need us less and less um, on a weekly basis. We are here as advisors and trusted partners in your business. And we are invested in your business. We want you to succeed. We want you to do well. And so we're here as a resource and as a tool for you to use, um, with all of our education and all of our experience and all the things we see across multiple different clients, there's so much to be learned from your accountant. And if you don't have one, reach out or find one. <laughs> um, and the other myth is that you need an accountant only when your business is struggling. That is the last time to hire an accountant. You need an accountant all the time. From day one, you need to have an accountant with you to help you figure out the best way to track your startup costs and how that's going to affect your tax return. Um, making your tax elections you want to make sure you're doing the right election to help you tax-wise later on. You want your accountant there when you're profitable, when your business is doing well, and you want your accountant there when you're not doing so well because you want your accountant to help you with all that knowledge and expertise that they have. So you want that accountant on your side from day one. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.